Hello! This session is going to be so much fun. We're going to get to know a human beatbox. Robit is carrying around his instrument all the time and is going to give us a brief insight and also share his passion with us. Let's get this started! Welcome to the Sea Arts Podcast. We build a bridge between arts and business and want to inspire you to see arts. Welcome to a new episode of the Sea Arts Podcast. Today we are diving into the world of music and sound creations, and it's a pleasure to welcome an extraordinary, incredible artist with us, Robert Wolf, aka Robit. He's a multi-talented musician, actually like a multi-instrumentalist, uh, originally from Esslingen. He's one, if not the best, beatboxer on earth, from TV shows to big stagings. <laughs> he brings his real and surreal sound creations onto. Uh, well, towards the audiences and all as a human beatbox. That means he performs with his mouth, lips, tongue and voice. And uh, and that's really incredible. I had the joy to work with him on, uh, on various episodes. The last one was with Dundu back in 2018, where we also had some nice improv session and could also like um, collaboratively, collaboratively challenge each other. And uh, yeah, today I'm, I'm looking forward to improve my beatbox or <laughs> learn a bit more and also bring it yeah. to the Sea Arts community. And definitely, yeah, a warm welcome to Robeat. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, in order to, to get Hello. this conversation started, uh, who are you personally? How did you get into the arts? How did you discover this talent that you that you bring out to the world? Yes. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for inviting me for um, yeah the time and for the exchange. And yeah, it's really nice that we find the time to have a nice interview and a conversation and a good talk. So um, yeah, I started beatboxing in 2003 and um, I, I went out with my cousin to a friend. And uh, when we met him, the first thing what he was doing was beatboxing. And I was really impressed. And yeah, then we, we chilled a little bit. And also my cousin started to beatbox. I didn't know that they that they could do this. And then they said to me, hey, come on, you can also do it. And I was really shy and I didn't know what to do. And yeah, they, but they really motivated me and pushed me. And so I could jump over my shadow. You know, yeah. Um, that's what the Germans said über den Schatten springen. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that was the beginning of uh, of beatboxing. And um, when I was a child, I already made uh, a lot of sounds. Uh, I like I like to do the sounds, and so um, I already knew a little bit to make some some sounds and. Yeah, when I was 13, 14, then I started to, to, to copy my keyboard. You know, I was a, a keyboard player before. My parents, uh, sent me to piano lessons. <laughs> and then I had a big keyboard at home and I tried to copy the beats from my keyboard. And you have a, a function on your keyboard so you can, um, 
set the tempo of the beats and I put all down the beats and try to understand them. And that's, that was the beginning of, of my art. Yeah. And then I just keep, keep it doing and yeah, it, it get better and better. And it's also since the first day till now, um, the first motivation why I'm doing this is it's because it makes so much fun and beatbox makes me happy and also helps me to, yeah, to, um, to reflect my feelings. Yeah. That's beautiful, especially in these times to have a kind of a playful manner, playful method to connect with yourself. But also, I would say as yes. an uh, outside spectator, it's also giving so much joy and and uh, and wonderful moments to to the audiences out there. I just remember the moments this summer when we when you had this walking concerts together with Stefan uh, oh, yeah. in the park. You just like did some birds and then uh, these crazy sounds and and it's just so so in the moment. And I think that's. that's That's the beauty of it that you, in a way, I would say on this journey of learning beatboxing right now, you excel that you're really in the moment and you can uh, pick whatever sound you, you, yes. you like. Yeah, it's uh, for me, I would say it's really an um, organic art and you're really fast with interacting with your surrounding. Yeah. And in order to to learn beatbox, like on your journey, you were merely autodidactic. So, like you you taught yes. everything yourself, or is there right now? Uh, how how would like somebody like me learn to beatbox? Yeah. But also, what were the steps on your learning journey? Just self exploration, or how uh, how did you yeah succeed? Um, I would say there are so many different ways where you can um, learn beatboxing, and there are also so many different um, uh, chapters sections what you where you can improve and i also would say every person got his own strength so you have to find out what really fits to you and and i think it's like driving you you, you um, i think it's always good to connect with the people and Nowadays, you can learn so much or you can get so much information in, in the Internet or YouTube or something like this. Um, but I would say to learn beatbox, uh, the best way to learn beatbox is to hang out with beatboxers and connect with the scene and having an exchange with real persons. I think this is the most effective way. And from my, I also teach people and I, What I can say is that people who play an instrument learning way faster than people who don't make music. I don't know why, but uh, people who play an instrument, they have a really fast understanding um, how the technique works in beatbox. But it, it's, not a, it's not a rule to start beatboxing. And the good thing for me is beat, everybody got his own instrument already in his mouth and you just need to find out what your body can make <laughs> for yourself. And what's the most basic con concept of, of these mouth acrobatics? Like how would you get started on this exploration? Because you can do sounds with the lips, with the mouth, uh, where, where is like a good starting point? Yeah. Um, in Germany, we say we have like, uh, for first, you're gonna start to learn the basics, you know, uh, maybe first you learn the, 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 
there <laughs> sorry my english is sometimes a little bit uh, a little bit um, not so good but um you learn the the separate sounds you know like the kick drum the hi hat and the snare and then you got some in germany we say eselsbrücken how you say eselsbrücken in english well shortcuts probably <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> there are like a few sentences where you get all the basic drums inside for example boots and cats Boots and cats. This is a classic, uh, a basic sentence to start to, to learn the basic sounds. Actually, yeah. Boots and cats. And boots and cats and boots and cats. So I would say beatbox. The first thing is to imitate a, a drums, but it's also imitating your environment. So um, maybe. For example, a, a hunter is going in the forest and he wants to shoot some ducks or some <laughs> some animals and he's trying to imitate them to bring them closer. And I think that's also what beatboxers do, but not hunting the animals, <laughs> just to have a nice conversation. <laughs> well, I would say like maybe in the beatbox community there's some kind of positive uh, aggression because also they say it's like a beatbox battle. Uh, but can oh, yeah. you tell us a little bit about you said you have to hang out with beatbox so tell us a little bit about the big beatbox community is it one big family or is there this yeah. battlegrounds uh, are they still yeah. really like battlegrounds yeah um I also was battling when I was younger and I also st would still battle if there's a good battle so uh, I would say uh, beatbox battles or battles in general Is, uh, is also part of the hip-hop culture. Beatbox is uh, the fifth element of uh, hip-hop and it was always a part of the uh, of the scene because um, for me personal, I don't like so much battling because they use art uh, to to vergleichen. Um, to compare and to fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. They compare each other, but for me, art is so individual. So it, there's not so much where you can compare. But on the technical side, um, yeah, you can. You can see in a moment where who got more in or who invested more time in the technique. So um, I would say a battle is always good for the scene to improve the technique, yeah, and to develop um, new techniques. So this is like a, a motivation for the people um, to level up their skill. And when they come on the stage and battle, and the people can hear it. I think it's also then a big inspiration for all the other peoples who then got more ideas maybe to work on their skills. Yeah. But back in the days, we don't had so much battles when we had events. We also had, uh, con, um, con, <laughs> how you say, con, uh, uh, con, conversion, conver, Uh, conventions conventions yeah 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 Yeah. so it was not a battling it was more an exchange and nowadays we have more battles than conventions so it changed battling is now a big thing <laughs> yeah well the whole world is somehow battling battling against the virus battling against the climate oh, yeah. crisis so maybe like if it's a battle for good um, yeah. I, I could agree to it but sometimes yeah I feel like we're battling too much against each other not yes uh, with with each other for for a bigger yeah bigger purpose yes imagine everybody would support each other and 
trying to be a <clears throat> a big group, then it would be growing in a maybe in a different way, but also with more unity. <laughs> Yeah. That's what that's what we need definitely. Well, you also created uh, the Robeat Award, which is also yeah. like a stage for young artists, but also with Ambellus. Tell us a little bit about the idea behind the Robeat Award. Yeah, um, in Germany there are not many beatbox battles, so um, we never had uh, many beatbox battles in Germany, and I was thinking, how can I? give the scene a platform <clears throat> where they can meet and have an exchange and yeah, and a good time together. I would say um, the Roby the what the battle is more an excuse to see everybody and to meet everybody and to hang out and have a great weekend. And also it's a, uh, um, Back in the days, we had only the beatbox germ championship. So there was only one big beatbox event. And my idea was uh, to give the, the newcomers and the people who just started beatboxing a platform where they can, um, where they, where they can take some experience for the German championships because there was nothing before. And yeah. So that, that was the idea behind. And now we are doing it for nine years now and the people are really happy always. Yeah. And, and growing. Yeah. Did you also yeah. do a digital version this year or is like, how is the beatbox community meeting up online? Is everybody like also on zoom with their, uh, with their <laughs> mics and, and throwing the beats around the globe or how's, how's this working out? Uh, I would say most of the beatbox events this year went online except the Robit Award <laughs> because it was uh, really when Corona starts um, and there was the lockdown, there was already, there would be already the Robit Award and we didn't have the time uh, to set up the Robit Award, Award. And that that's why we said, okay, this year we don't going to do it, but next year, because also making a live stream is maybe not that easy when you have uh, multiple people on stage and where you have to connect. It's not so easy. I mean, if you make a solo stream for yourself in your living room is a different thing like you having international judges and 30 people who are gonna um, participate and yeah so it needs more time maybe to prepare but we are planning it for next year hopefully not as a stream but we are already thinking about it yeah and now let's let's dive back into like yeah. The, the variety of production that you have, well, showcased your talent on from your own solo shows towards Urbanetics. There's been some work with orchestra. Tell us a little bit about these different challenges and also what's the difference for you being mm. solo on stage and then also being together with the Dundu puppets, an orchestra or another uh, visual, visual actor. How, like, which one do you prefer? Or also like, what's the difference for you uh, in your artistic attitude or, or openness on this process? Yeah. Um, maybe. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Um, yeah, you know, when I started beatboxing, I was in a beatbox crew, and um, there was my cousin and his best friend, also my best friend, and we were the beat farmers. We were a beatbox crew, and that was really nice. That was a 
that was my plan to go crazy with them as a crew, as a group. But they um, started studying and doing a, a normal job. So I, I was forced to stay alone on the stage. So that wasn't really my plan to, to perform solo on stage. But uh, I tried to find a way. And because I like to, to share the stage with people and... That's why I really enjoy it when I when I can collaborate with other artists, because um, I think the exchange also on the stage is is this what makes me give me a really special feeling. And um, for me, it's also about connection. And I like to I like to try out um, everything with beatbox, because for me, beatbox is not only um, an instrument it's something universal um, you can work with so many different style uh, i mean the beatbox is so it gives you so many opportunities and i really want to find out where you can push the art um, in which direction you can go so um i i try to be always open for new art for new people because in the end you get a really nice experience and also inspiration but um also a different perspective of the art maybe and i think um yeah um, there are so many colors you can get uh, uh with the time and when you when you um dive in into dif different um art forms and i think it will gives you it gives you a more um overall experience and yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just a cu curious guy and I want to know what, what, uh, what it becomes when, when you put two things into one. Oh, that's beautiful. How, how to create this fusion. And also, I think it's so yeah. important to, to stay curious, to not just say, oh, okay, I found my thing and I'm, I'm, it's also good to keep on like doing something, but I think like yeah. doing your thing, but still like looking, okay, what's, what's happening on the edges. And, yeah. And, and let me know like what kind of, art form connection fusion would you like to check like you've already done like work with orchestra but is there something that you think hey it would be interesting to do beatboxing plus yeah something um i think if i if i think about it i i would find a lot of things i already done um so many different collaborations and i i wouldn't say um yeah i want to do beatbox with juggling I, I wouldn't say that. I'm, I would m more say that, um, it depends on the person and how the person is doing the art. So, um, no matter what he's doing, I'm more interested into the human and how, how is his energy or her? Yeah. And so, um, I would say I tried so much. Like I, I did something with the didgeridoo player, with the flamenco, flamenco or step dance, or uh, with the clown, or in the theater, or with uh, playing in a band, playing a cappella. I mean, there are so many uh, ways you can go, and I enjoyed everything. So um, yeah, I, I'm. For me, it's more about connection with the people. Yeah. 
that's what I could always feel when I saw you perform it. Also when we collaborated this openness and just this, uh, yeah, this mindset, let, let's do it. Let's try out, let's break things and, and, and do it over again. I think that's also something that the, the business world is currently learning as well from the arts. And sometimes currently like we have to somehow like unfuck the world and rethink yeah. how, how we've been, how we've been doing things with this openness. Yes. Uh, yes. Also like being, being humble of what, what we've already achieved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to challenge myself. So, and I would say, um, beatbox is so universal. You can combine it with everything and it, it depends on you how, how it works. <laughs> yeah. How do you bring your yourself into this state of uh, of presence, but also of flow? I would say when you think you're challenged, but also you can you can do it. Do you have some special routines before going on stage, and also like uh, in your in your daily routines, even like if you're not performing, how much time do you spend each day uh, learning and kind of like polishing your skills, working on new things? Um, is this something that guides you like every day, or also sometimes it's good yeah. to uh, to letting go a bit? Um, yeah, beatbox is my passion and <clears throat> the good thing is, uh, you always carry your instrument. So <laughs> you no have it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the one side, you can, uh, you can make sounds every time. On the other side, you need to practice every time because everybody can do it every time. So when you sleep, the other's going to practice. <laughs> so I would say more is always better the more you spend the better is uh, in general i would say i or i always spend a few hours every day to to beat to for for the beatbox and i um yeah i i do different uh things to practice like i have a metronome i listen to music I play piano and make music. I have a loop station here where I also have, uh, where I just loop and make my music. But I also um, sit sometimes here on my computer and do mixing and mastering. And I also tr want to, tr to understand how a sound design works or I, I record my sounds and then I listen to them and I tr I want to achieve a really good sounds also in the recording and it's really hard uh, to to make beatbox sounds good on a speaker yeah but um yeah I, I think if you love something then it's not so much about practicing every day you just do it and yeah I mean that's my main job so I I try to make music every day in the morning I mean, I have some routines in the morning when I wake up. I always play piano and beatbox or I play ukulele and beatbox. So that's my two things in the morning. And yeah, um, and I would say over the day, I have like one hour or two hours at least where I make pure beatbox or where I practice um, special patterns or special sounds. Yeah. There are always like uh, two two things where I need to practice. Is uh, one one thing is the beatbox, the beats, and on the other side it's the the sound, the tones. <laughs> yeah, and with this combination, yeah, it works really good. 
This year is in a lot of ways very different because a lot of the events have been canceled. The Roby Award was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, how how did you use this in a way, uh, this creative pause or just this pause for creativity, uh, you you name it. How did you use this time? And also, did you establish some hacks? I think you already shared that you just, you kept on going and you're, um, you keep on like doing it. But also like, is there something new that has emerged out of this uh, not the, the normal event business is happening that you would like to share I mean I'm fr I'm coming from the live event and I always I always stand on the stage and now I I had to do most of the time uh, working from a studio and also going online so it was a really different feeling a different way but um, I found out the last years I didn't do so much in social media so that's one thing what i want to push now more um and going on youtube but um yeah you have to recalibrate yourself a little bit and it's really nice on one side because you have more time to really work on your on your output and how you're gonna yeah do it i mean it's 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 different now you have to find a way through it and i yeah i think most of the people are going online now and that's what i also try to do yeah but yeah i guess you're also missing the the vibes of the audiences the, yeah of course festivals yeah of course yeah yeah right to have these these back i'm really happy about every gig that i can do right now <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Well, we are we all uh, are, are waiting for it but on the other hand I, I think also it, as you said like it, it really challenges you not just to, to do what they ask you but really go back into like the creative creative inner creative space because at least for us sometimes it has been like running from production to production and sometimes you just you deliver deliver, deliver exactly yeah. and currently I think like from delivery like we can somehow reach back okay what was the original original purpose and there what you said recalibrate i think recalibrate and and reflect and use use this time also sometimes it feels really uh this long breath like so when when can we go go back to the stages but um yeah let's uh let's be patient with it yeah Uh, the Sea Arts podcast always uh, is also exploring the connection between arts and business. I I know from our well, personal relationship that you have a very uh, a very beautiful person who is also taking care of the business. Was this uh, when you started? Was this a decision that you took together that uh, you wanted to move this forward as a family business, or how did this relationship with Jambition and Deborah uh, work out? Um. Yeah, um, for this, I need to go really back when I start my career. Maybe it was like 2006, 2007, where I went to, uh, my father had a rehearsal room and I was there for many years practicing my beatbox. And one day my half brother came in and he was, uh, He was uh, uh, owner of the Jam Vision agency and he saw me beatboxing and he was like shocked. He was like, wow, how do you do that? You need to go on the stage like because it was just a hobby. And he said, "Okay, 
Come on, let's see how it works on the Seefest in Böbling. Come on, let's let's do a performance there. And it was, yeah, that was like the beginning of having like an agency. And yeah, um, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's try it. And I was there and there was also the partner of my half brother who became my manager at the end, um, who saw me and they too said I was really special and they said if you like you can make more performances and I was like yeah for sure I have a lot of fun and then they um yeah and then that that was the way how I I came into the agency like um, doing some performances and after a few weeks it was really clear that we want to work together and I think after three or four years, my sister came in and she first, she was just a, like an assistant and supporting. And now she's owning the, the age because my, my actor and my half brother, they, they went out and did a different thing. And yeah, my sister was so good in organizing and making everything. <laughs> yeah, and at the end, there was only we two, but um, we were now for several years together. And <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really nice to have somebody where you can trust in this business. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy about this. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's that's great. Like to have it as well, like as a, in a way a family business, and uh, you're like pushing each other, but also as you said, you have yeah. somebody that you can totally trust in and and rely on. It wasn't our plan, you know. It's just it just it been, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Oh, that's so that's so great. Um, well, personally, how do you uh, shape your work-life balance? Is there something like you work-life balance, or you're just doing what you love, and so that's balancing and flowing in itself? I had one year in my beatbox career where I felt a little bit like getting depressed. You know, like I've I found out when I make too much performances and don't have time for myself or develop new stuff or to reflect the time um, the, um, it doesn't work for me so um, um, I cannot make too much performances so I al always have to take care not to overwork yeah, and to work too much um, so now I know. I mean, now for every year I'm, I'm planning like breaks and because, um, in the last years I found out, um, I didn't give myself time for the breaks. Um, but now I know it's really important to have breaks and to really make a break and not even in your free time that you work, um, on something. Um, that's what I'm learning right now. And yeah, it's also about balance, I think. And yeah, you can feel it when you need a break. But um, sometimes it's also good um, not to make it to make it too full your life. So you have more space also for everything what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, so I try to find a balance. It's not always easy. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, you you do the best as you can. But breaks are really important. The rest is really important. That's the that's the first basic rule for every activity to get uh, to have a good rest. Yeah, because without uh, your energy, how you can make it really nice? Yeah. Yeah, it's this so, recovery phase in a way. It yeah. also brings us on this next cycle of, yeah. of flow. And if we just keep on going at some point, there is uh, there is the edge and then it's going to be uh, rather a free fall. So I think it's, it's really important to, yeah. to plan these times. This year, it's, no, even like in this year when there's not so many things happening, I feel it's still challenging because you still feel, ah, okay, maybe in Christmas there might be some something happening. So yeah. even like in these very strange times, just say, okay, there are some times off and I'm not thinking about what's next because if not you yeah you keep on going you keep on going and at some point it's just the energy uh, vanished That's yes yes it's also um, I would say the beatbox it's, it's not so hard for your body but more for your brain or psychological yeah Well, from, from all these uh, crazy stages that you've been on to, is there like any uh, very like crazy moment that you would like to share, be it like uh, where the performance just ex uh, well, scaled up and, and the whole audience went crazy or also something like, uh, like a fuck up story where something didn't work out? <laughs> uh, either way, whatever you'd like to share. Yeah. Um, I remember two situations spontaneously. Uh, the first situation was I made a sound check in Hamburg. And yeah, the sound check was really good. But yeah, um, when I had my performance there, I think it was like three years ago or four years ago. But um, I made a, a bass sound, you know, like... <laughs> you know something crazy <laughs> and the bus was so heavy that a lamp in the back was falling down and it was a really big lamp you know and i just made the sound and then <laughs> heard this and everybody was like shocked like and i didn't know that beatbox can be so strong to make lights fall off you know <laughs> that, that was the first thing and the second thing was i was at the um um how you say uh, the in bad Cannstatt the uh, the big um vasen ah vasen okay the, like the yeah volksfest yeah the volksfest and i was there in the beer zelt uh, in the beer tent and had a performance and yeah i don't know what was it but um At the last part of my show, I did a so strong beat that the speakers blow up, you know? <laughs> so uh, I went full out and the people went crazy, you know, there were like a thousand people, everybody was partying and then the, the speakers were and nothing worked. And uh, the band was really angry to me <laughs> because they said, hey, please go, <laughs> please leave the stage. And yeah, that was really funny because I think because the beatbox was too heavy, you know, because I put the microphone like this and I was like really pushing it. And I think they were not so good speakers. Yeah, they were just supposed to, to play Schlager and not yeah, heavy drums. Yeah, and making some speaks, you know, but uh, yeah, that was really funny. Oh, man. So. <laughs> 
So beatboxing can be dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can it can kill your speakers and your sound system. <laughs> yeah. oh, cool. Well, is there something like for you as an individual, like an artistic vision that you have still on your on your bucket list? Something that you think, hey, for the next decade, or um, or something that you think that would be nice to uh, to create? Yeah, I mean. There are some things. Uh, first, I would say there, I would like to have a, a underwater beatbox performance. <laughs> Because um, I found out when you beatbox underwater, it makes a really different sound. And that would be really interesting to have like a, at least a video clip uh, with the beatboxing underwater. Uh, That's one thing. The other thing is um, having a beatbox choir, um, like 30 beatboxers and with a um, dirigent, how you say? Conductor, conductor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, conductor, yeah. And yeah, working like a choir or like an orchestra, but with beatboxers. So that's one vision I have. <laughs> Wow, that's cool! Like an underwater, maybe like a, I mean, an underwater choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, there, there, um, there are beatbox teams and crews, like maybe with five people or seven people. But I think it would be so something new when you have like 30 or 50 beatboxers. Imagine 50 beatboxers make one kick drum. <gasps> It would be really big and really, yeah, I would say it would give a really special sound when you have so many beatboxes. But yeah, it's hard to find so many beatboxes. So let's see how, how it will work out in the future. Oh, well, that sounds like uh, great visions. And maybe once the, the world is allowed, or like the people on the world are allowed to come back again, I think with this momentum, maybe like these uh, yeah. ideas that seem crazy mm. today might then become feasible because they, hey, yeah. let's enjoy this uh, this momentum of coming, uh, coming yeah. together again. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you found your your passion, your own fusion in a way. Do you have like a, a hint or tips for young artists that like, as you like with uh, 12, 13, found their passion for something and then uh, somebody tell you, yeah, but you have to find a, a normal job. Is there something that you uh, say on this artistic journey that helped you also when sometimes there were some obstacles in the way? Um, what is there something like a credo, a claim that you have that always helps you to, to motivate you and push you forward? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, for me, I would say um, my first motivation was always the fun. Um, so um, that was always kept, kept me doing. I mean, I always said to myself, if you don't have fun anymore on the stage, then do something normal or something different. So as long as you love what you do, then you're on the right way, I would say. But um, yeah, because I never had the moments where I feel hmm, maybe I should do something different or it was always clear um, that I want to do something with beatbox. But it was my plan. Uh, it, it, was just my, it was just my feeling what, what it tells me. Um, but um, I was also lucky because I had people around me who supported me and helped me pushing the art form. So 
Um, because without my agency, I wouldn't have performances like this and gigs like this because you have to organize so much and offices, office work is not my strength, you know, and so I'm really happy that I have some people who were pushing it. But, um, as a tip for younger generations or for next upcoming artists, I can say it's always good to connect with the people from your scene and from your surrounding and having a, like a, a team behind you or, or some, some people who support you, um, to really help you reach your goals. And I think it's good to have some goals or some, visual where do you see yourself in five years or in 10 years and also um i mean having a vision on the on the others on the one side and on the other side um yeah i mean it depends on yourself at least uh if you are if you are re if you have quality then um people will come to you and gonna ask you if you want to work for them so it's always i think yeah it's so important to work on the quality of your of your thing so and you never you never um stop developing your skills Yeah. yeah. Wow, cool. Thanks for sharing this. So trust, trust your gut feeling, but also keep on going and find yourself a community, uh, a team that pushes you on the one hand, that also challenges you, but also supports you when sometimes the obstacles uh, seem seem to be too high. Yeah. I mean, there there were many people who said to me, "Hey, won't you? Don't you want to stop the beatboxing and do something more regular, more safe, like?" Uh, working in the bank or working in a post office and i would say um yeah you have to go with your feeling so if you have a bad feeling for something then don't do it so um that's what i did and it, it went out pretty good <laughs> I, would, i would say as well yeah you followed your way and yeah, yeah. already creating a, a legacy in order to, to leave some legacy would you also like uh, to do a little a little impro some 30 seconds one one minute to blow the speakers of these iPhones out there yeah of course all right <clears throat> um, just a solo beatbox or what do you want to hear whatever whatever you'd like to share with us all right let me uh, do something on the loop loop station that sounds great <laughs>
freestyle. That's so amazing. <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to dance, but I'm ripped oh, yeah. to these headphones. <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the next Creative Fusion. I want oh. to dance, to juggle, to to play Dundu. Really amazing <laughs> sound for this Tuesday Thank midday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was a hundred percent freestyle with no any plans. But yeah, thank you for enjoying it. Cool. Well, thanks again so much for, for taking the time, sharing your story, your art with us and inspiring the, the youth, the old, uh, whatever, like in, in, in your yeah. way of being so humble, in the way of connecting with humans. I think you put it in a, in a perfect sense. And, and so I feel really humble to, to have had this conversation. Yeah. Thank you very much also for, for the time and for the moments and for the exchange. Great. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Cool. Thank you. Great. That was so much fun. Such an inspiration. And yeah, we have this instrument all the time with us. So uh, let's play with our sounds and uh, create, share, don't stop. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our channel and give us your feedback. We can't wait to keep on inspiring you. Bye bye. <laughs>